The Get This Podcast is brought to you by my WordPress web development agency brand, K2 Creative. You can visit getthispodcast.com slash K and the numeral two. That's getthispodcast.com slash K2 and click book a discussion for a free 30-minute discussion on anything related to WordPress. I'll be happy to help. Whether you need a new website or you have an existing site, you're not happy with the speed, you're not happy with the security, you need plugins updated, you're having issues, your developer ran off to Costa Rica, you don't know where to find him or her, we can help. My team builds websites that drive millions of page views a year. We can help with membership, e-commerce. If it's in WordPress, we can make it happen. Visit getthispodcast.com slash K2 and click the book a discussion link and I'll be happy to help with whatever you need in WordPress. Hey everybody, this is Kevin Couchman with the podcast Get This. It's the show about things people love, and I'm coming to you from upstate Manhattan. For the time being, here on Friday, December 27th, in the foul year of our Lord, 2019. And we're going to have a very special Christmas episode for you, a holiday episode. I'm joined by my sister, uh, Chelsea Smith. Chelsea, welcome to the show. Ho, 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 what's up? Ho, 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 what's up? I like that. It's good. That's good. In. <laughs> what did you say? West Coast. Oh, in. West Coast, right. And where are you? Yeah, exactly. Where are you coming from? We'll say Sacramento, California. Sacramento, right on. So we're we're traversing time zones, and uh, you're joining me via Skype. Fantastic. I think the quality is going to be, you know, solid. I believe. I believe. I think a lot of yeah. people are probably nursing hangovers and things today, so <laughs> I think we'll maybe maybe you know there are, there's not too much Netflix and chill going on right now. Uh, what time is it in Sacramento? It is eleven sixteen a.m. Okay, we're in good shape. We're in good shape, and it's a beautiful yeah. Friday here in Manhattan. Uh, yeah, a little gray, but warm. H- how's the weather there? Sun is shining, sixty degrees. Cannot complain. Love it. And what are we going to talk about today? Again, this is the show about things people love. So it's an interview podcast. We go for about an hour. We talk about something that somebody is passionate about, and and you're that somebody. So what are we going right. to talk about? Well, I to, have you ever had a guest actually do their full hair makeup for a podcast before? <laughs> no, I can't. Most of my guests show up looking like they just got out of the hospital, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. No, not true. Not true. Uh, you know, but I mean, you know, we're New Yorkers. I mean, you know, I get a lot of, you know, I've had a, a couple of Londoners on. No, but yeah, I should describe Chelsea right now. You're, you know, this is, this is a, uh, I'm going to take a screenshot right now. You can hear me do it. There you go. Here she is. I got to get a bigger picture. Yeah. So you're a makeup. Incredible. I mean, you know, yeah. So you're. <laughs> You can hear me snapping that. Yeah, right. So you'll big lashes. I spent an entire day in Napa the, the day before. So I'm really, you know, trying to, if you look good, you feel good. Trying to pretend that we're not just feeling, feeling the Napa right now. Feeling the Napa. When all I want is Napa. Ah, you need a Napa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> could go on. And you were in Hawaii prior to that, huh? Yeah. 30th birthday. Yeah. The big three O. Happy damn birthday. 
Love that. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel 30? I don't think so. I feel like I'm just stuck in a 12 year old's body uh, or just, you know, like mind, the mind, the mind is the 12 year old, like glitter, unicorns. I'm just waiting for it to not be acceptable anymore, but I'm going to hold on, hold strong. I think you can be a bit of a leader in the, the pull to maintain that, that state. When I turned 27, that was probably my hardest year because you can no longer be hired as a Disney princess. Oh, oh no. Yeah. You can no longer be hired as a really at twenty seven. That, that's the lore. So um, mm, you know, mm. ruined stepmother mm. territory. So I'm going to hold out as, as long as I can. Right, right. That's so interesting. We, you know, th- there's a thing called the Twenty Seven Club. I wonder if this has anything to do with Disney. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. You never that makes know. Sense. Yeah, we, this is not a conspiracy theory podcast, although this episode can be that. So, but what are we? So you are an you're an influencer. A uh, personality on Instagram. I show people you're. I'm very proud of you. I show people yeah. what you. Of course, I am. Uh, I show people what you're up to. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm such a. And I'm. Ah, I'm an artistic guy, but I'm such a male that like I'm like ah. This, of course, she looks. This is how she normally because we can see each other right now on Skype, and it's like yeah, I, you look great. You know, you're also my sister. <laughs> so I just, I, I, cause I'm, you know, I'm used to you looking done up and like swell like this. But yeah, it, obviously it's a lot of work. Yeah. I'm a nicer person when I have hair and makeup on, even if it's really? not my own hair. Well, spare hair. Spare hair. You're, you, cause you do, you have a line of wigs, right? Yes. Okay. So I did multi level marketing. That's what we talked about. I did this couple of years ago and mm-hmm. uh, I now branched off and I'm Chelsea Smith Cosmetics, sell false lashes, just went into wigs. So as if you guys could see the screenshot, there's uh, there's just walls of hair surrounding I'll, me. It's getting very dark in here. I'll put it on the episode so people can go and see what the background looks like. Oh, yeah. All right. So it's been amazing. It's been really fun. It's definitely a very niche thing and yeah. it's been really fun. I really have enjoyed it a lot. Well, all right. So how long have you been doing it? Uh, the lashes, I started, we moved to California. And the week after we moved in, I started the lash business. Because I basically just needed an address for it to ship to. And then I've been doing wigs now for about two and a half, three months. So, what, was, what was it about wigs that made you, ah, this is what I want to do? Like, it's such a, to me, I mean, it's, it couldn't be more far afield from from what I would normally do. Oh, absolutely. So it really started with lashes because I wanted to get out of network marketing because I wanted to do that something that was solely my own and making all my own decisions and just not having to worry about working on teams. I just wanted to really yeah. focus on yeah, like myself, which I hope that doesn't sound selfish, but it just was something I wanted to be in control. So, and I think a lot of people knew that it was coming. It was not a bad departure, but I looked at, I was talking to my husband about what I could do. And there was a company that sold literally false lashes, which meant I could have a lot more freedom in makeup. But then Cody said to me, he's like, why don't you just find your own false lashes and sell those? And from that moment on, I don't know if he regrets saying that to me because, you know, not long after that, we got samples in. And so it's just been, for me, I would always send people to go buy false lashes elsewhere. And then I could really hone in on doing it myself. And then wigs came later too, because I was constantly sending people elsewhere for wigs and I was like, well, why can't I do that? You have legitimate fans online. 
in the in the hundreds of the thousands of fans uh people who yeah. follow and it's so how did you so how did you build that that fan base i know i have some ideas but for people who are listening right. uh well first you know what's your handle how do people find you uh, and then let's get into it at chelsea smith cosmetics i am a bit of a dinosaur i live so much of that life on facebook and i do have instagram as well and both are pretty much the same follower wise but um Facebook has been the bread and butter for me. If I look at like my Shopify, that's where a lot of my conversions are coming from. And that me one network marketing was huge for that, but I really just show up every single day on social media and do a lot of live videos. The people really like me and then they want to support me in that. Right. So it's a person personality driven uh, enterprise. Definitely. Yeah. And I'm a clean makeup artist. There's so many makeup artists out there that there's, they definitely swear a lot. And I just, I, you know, that Disney princess is still very much inside of me. You can take, the- uh, I can't show up at Disney dressed as Belle. Um, I do think that I'm pretty family friendly and people know that they can watch it with their kids and ah, keep it- try to keep it PG. All right. We'll try to do the same thing here on the get this podcast that we don't always do that. <laughs> well, you can take yeah. the, you can take the girl out of North Dakota, but you can't take the North Dakota out oh, of the girl. That's true. That's Although, true. Although North Dakotans are not the most PG people <laughs> sometimes. No. no. I, saw, it. I saw something on, uh, this is an aside, but I, because of course we grew up in a small town called Mandan, North Dakota. You can look it up. It's near the, uh, the whole Dakota access pipeline thing. It's, it's right near where that drama uh, is unfolding. And I, there's a magazine called Harper's Magazine and they have this rundown. They have a Harper's Index and they run down little factoids about what's going on in America and, and they kind of paint a story and it's clever and funny. And one of the stats this last month was average uh, dollar amount that Americans have lost this year due to drunkenness, whatever mm-hmm. that means. And it was like $198. Average amount uh, North Dakotans have lost this year due to drunkenness. Three hundred eighteen dollars. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's that sounds exactly right. <laughs> it's like, yeah, and I don't even know that they can get like same day prime or anything. So, <laughs> right, right, yeah. Well, you know, visit in the visit in the summer. Uh yeah. so yeah, so you've been building this business, and I want to tell people it's Chelsea Smith with a Y, right? Because sometimes people Chelsea E Y E Y. Yeah, E Y. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just my phone that remembers me, but most people who I meet out in public because I will be full-on glam every single time I leave my home, most times besides school drop-off, um, they're able to find me pretty quickly. So it's just that EY, though. Yeah, I've just, you know, maybe maybe it's just that I spend more time in England and people get confused by that, but just want to make sure it's crystal clear. And you do, you, you do, some, you do some fun series, right? So this is something that you – is that how you first started? Because I remember the first time you – got on my radar for this was around mm-hmm. the the Halloween Disney villain type stuff. Mm-hmm. So tell me about how that happened. You were living in Minnesota at the time. How did you decide, ah, I'm going to do this? It, you know, it, before I get into that, before you go, it's like it takes a certain amount of bravery to throw yourself out there like that. I, I, think, I think people would be interested in this. Right. Definitely. So – I was a theater person and I loved to be on Facebook live. That was like most people were terrified of it, but I thought it was really fun. And I hated recording things because I feel like I'm just better off the cuff. And I wanted to try to one, build my network by doing Halloween looks because in direct sales, people are always feeling like, like they're being sold to. But if I'm doing these looks to turn myself into Jafar, obviously I'm not 
selling the like the latest makeup craze by doing that. So it was really a big way to build my network. And it was just the risk of going live and hoping it all turned out. I never practiced. So it was, there was just something at risk for people. Like, am I going to totally screw up? Am I going to nail this? How's it going to work out? And it was a really big way for people to start following me, sharing my videos. And I love doing themes because Again, Disney princess here. Um, and that was such a huge way for me to do all of these looks because I could hashtag them and I was picked up by different companies thanks to that. Um, this was a look I did probably two years ago and I had Insider Magazine find it thanks to hashtags and that was a way for me to get featured. Anything like that is always going to help build what, that network. What was the look? What you're doing now? Uh, so the Insider Magazine, they found that hashtag Disney. Oh, I got you. Right. So you did this Jafar look. Yeah. Well, this one was, it was just Disney makeup and it was Pinocchio that they picked up and it was in this magazine of almost like a Buzzfeed thing where they say 25 makeup looks to do this Halloween. Uh, A unicorn look was picked up, which is basically my brightest shining moment because unicorns. And (laughs) it's been really fun to just get that. I, since I can't be on stage, I'm a mom. Um, I can't commit to the theater. Uh, this has been my way of doing that and challenging myself. I think you've done a fine job and you have an audience and you you interact with people. Uh, you're principally on Instagram. Are you, are you going to get on TikTok or on any of these other? I'm trying TikTok. I'm not doing too badly at it either. Um, but it's the bandwidth of my life where I'm like, I can't take Snapchat. I just can't take that on. Uh, Instagram, though, is definitely the biggest thing for me to be in, uh, noticed by brands like Maybelline. Um, I'm on their PR list. I'm on Neutrogena's PR list. And I've done campaigns with them. Um, what other ones? Pixie Beauty. So there's just been a really cool wave of those people finding me. And that was one of my biggest reasons to step away from direct sales and do my own thing was for this purpose. And it's luckily been working. Uh, for what purpose exactly to to be able to work with other brands? Yes, right. To grow network, to meet new people. You know, I solely pretty much sell online because we've only lived in Sacramento here for a year now, and I have some people who are local, but it's the majority are people who I've known just via the interwebs. Yeah, the internet friends. What was the what were the first Facebook live streams? like what were you doing on these on these streams initially a lot just doing my makeup get ready with me people saw the transformation uh again i love themes we did glitter week uh this year we did what did i do i just i did 31 days of halloween i don't know if i will ever do that again because that was that was so much and a lot i couldn't do live either because my husband worked shift work so i did have the ability to do them without having to talk and engage with people, which was actually kind of nice. Uh, but it was definitely a really big thing for me to do. And the Facebook lives have been really fun, but there's this new, have you seen there's like a star thing now with Facebook live? Uh, not up on it. I uh, educate me. I saw, it, I saw it last night and you know, I was like, yes, I spent the day in nap. I'm pretty sure I'm not hallucinating this, but <laughs> it's like the Patreon of Facebook live now where you can send stars to people and it sends them money. Right. This is a thing like that they have on some other, yeah, they're like super chats or whatever. I don't even know, but I mean, I don't know if I want to do that. It, like, it would feel weird. Like, please just send me money while uh, I'm, I, I feel like I'm 
I don't know. Like, I feel like people are like throwing coins at me or something. Uh, right. Well, you know, well, uh, that, that gets tricky, right? I mean, if it becomes another stream of revenue, it's hard to say no. Right. You can do little tricks. I mean, I, you know, I've listened to a lot of podcasts and live streams myself, uh, not, not so much in the makeup space, you can imagine, but right. I, I, really? I, no, but I respect yeah. it. Uh, you know, and a lot of people, that's how they, that's how they, uh, they make their, their revenue, it's through uh, subscriptions and Patreon, and yeah, it sort of yeah. have to get over that that feeling, right? It's just the same thing that Netflix is doing, but Netflix is doing it at this like super scale, right? You're still throwing shekels at at the creators. It's just yes. abstracted through millions and millions of people. So, yeah, I feel you. Well, and now we're again. I can't believe we've gotten to this point. Do you remember back in the day we'd have to like ask our parents for Disney Channel? Uh huh. Right. We're back. We're back to Disney Channel. Right. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Disney Plus. That's a big deal. I I presume you have it. You must have it. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And I'm too lazy to do the whole like free year with Verizon. I just, it's a lot of just getting up off my couch to get this. Do you want to share your password, your username and password with everybody on the podcast right now? (laughs) Yeah. Can you imagine? (laughs) Can you imagine how quickly you'd get shut down? (laughs) <laughs> I kind of want it just for, for the Mandalorian because uh, Bill Burr makes a cameo, and then I think Vanner Herzog is in that, so that hits all my nerd buttons. But you know, well, my husband and son are watching. How how does it look? I'm usually in my office. That has been the thing with this business is that I, I honestly it's been harder to me, for me to go on Facebook Live as much because I am the one ordering, filling orders. I'm. Oh, wow. Constantly doing oh, wow. something. So it's been, that has been something that I wasn't really anticipating. And I love having control. However, it just takes up so much of my time. Have you, so I listen to a lot of podcasts. Right. Sweet. Uh, do you have some favorite podcasts? Aside from Get This, sure getthispodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Yes, we I listened to an episode today. And I'm not using my, got to look, think about my breathing. That's what the, right. Yes, I listen to. Um, I love Armchair Expert with Jack Shepard is my absolute favorite. Conan O'Brien needs a friend. Hilarious. Oh, sweet. Have you listened? To Conan's podcast? Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. I'll you put it on to. my list. That's cool. It's hilarious, yes. Have you listened to My Dad Wrote a Porno? No. <laughs> That's a very big podcast over in the UK. It's a big international podcast. It's exactly what it sounds like. Very funny. Well, have you uh, seen RuPaul's Drag Race UK? <laughs> no. Okay. Well. We're just going to list a bunch of things. Yeah, that right. sounds great. Maybe not my thing, but you know, it's all good. Yeah, I love. So I great. love. I love listening to podcasts. It's like the return of radio. Radio's back, baby. Yeah, I I I love it and. I listened to a lot of things with about Drag Race 2 um, podcasts. And Cody said to me, husband, he's like, what is it that you like about drag queens? And I'm like, they're the only other people who wear as much makeup and have as many wigs as me. It's like if if I were anything else in life, it would be a drag queen. Wow. I think that they – I think if the drag – do you have drag friends? Are you in the drag? Because You want them? I bet yes, we can – out later than 8 p.m. Like that is right. That scene does start pretty late. Generally, it's not a lot of 2 p.m. drag uh, stuff unless it's spilling over from the, from the night before. Which I need to go to. But actually, one of my favorite drag queens 
has noticed me on Instagram. That's been a really neat thing. They're, it's a startup makeup company, but they've reposted me a ton, which is definitely, I mean, I will scour those likes and I look for those check marks and I'm looking for the drag queens who like liked my post because, you know, that's a that's great for the ego. We have to make sure that that the drag community notices you. Hopefully this podcast. Yeah, hopefully. Really? I love that. Because what, 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 you know, what's it really about? It's about feeling fabulous, right? And feeling, feeling great and feeling like yourself. And tell me about it. About drag queens? No, about what you, why you do what you do. Because to me, to me, it seems like a hell of a lot of work is what it Mm -hmm. seems like. But we're, we're not this, you know, we're different people. Uh, So just, you know, you were, you were touching on it earlier, but illuminate me. What, you know, what's it about? Well, I do really, I completely transform. Like I definitely like the things that I can do to like to my face. I've always liked it though. Like I've been playing in makeup since stealing lipsticks from non like aware women. (laughs) They left that purse on the floor. I I had that lipstick. Starts in kleptomania. Right. Yep. Um, I was always the friend who would do hair and makeup for people for dances. I remember too, like being in elementary school, I was kind of thought as the bad seed because I liked glitter and makeup so much that they all thought I was going to be loose. And it's just funny to me that like now <laughs> here I am, I'm like, right. take that moms of fourth grade. <laughs> like I, th- I turned out okay. North Dakota moms of fourth grade. She's married. She's got a, a you know, a beautiful son. And she's got a productive business. Yeah. yeah. Living in California. It's been a great yeah. business. I'm, it's been really amazing. So, yeah, I just – I love the transformation. I love the characters. I think it's basically a very weird way that I found my way back to the theater and stage. And I've kind of used all of the gifts that I've really honed and made it into this thing that I don't think that – I don't think I've ever cut out for working like a total nine to five – I don't like wearing real pants, so this has really worked out for me. We we are siblings. I hate real <laughs> pants. I'm in sweats right now. I go up to my. I have to have my local watering hole just because I've established no, enough of a rapport with everyone that if I show up in sweatpants, they don't look twice. I have to there have. You go. Yeah. I just have to make sure I remember not to stand up during a Facebook live if um it's a non-pant day. <laughs> Got to keep it PG. So. <laughs> right. Keep it PG. Yeah. Keep it PG. But the market line, you know, you never know. Yeah. Well. <laughs> so what's the, uh, what's it like interacting with internet strangers on Facebook? I it's, yeah. have, I, oh gosh, I just, I'm embarrassed with all the Disney blogs, but I always say that I've got the Disneyland of, of Facebook pages. Everyone is just very kind. I've just never really dealt with trolls. Um, something I have been running into lately with just comes with. I guess, becoming more popular. Um, I've had people call me out saying that I wasn't giving original artist credit to different makeup artists for looks. Oh. Um, hmm. Saying like, tag the original artist. It's funny because I had three different people call me out saying about the same look that was reposted on a larger platform. They're like, make sure you, or like, somebody private messaged me and other people say, you never gave credit to the original artist. Make sure you give it credit to this person. And it was funny because it was the same look and not one of those people ever said the same person. So nobody knew where this look originated from, but they were trying to come at me uh, saying that I wasn't giving those artists credit. Did you and did you adapt it from something you found? I'd, I'd seen it. It was something on Pinterest. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And everybody's kind of doing the same looks right now. The holiday, everyone's putting twinkle lights on their face, um, gingerbread looks. And um, unfortunately, when I found these looks on Pinterest, there was no artist. And it would be stupid of me not to tag those people because there's a, a fair chance that they, one, will see it, comment, repost it. That's the whole right. game. You're not you're oh. not pretending like I invented this. You're saying, hey, yeah. I saw this on Pinterest, blah, blah, blah. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, I am definitely not wired, I think, for coming up with looks totally originally on my own. It's, I'm very good at seeing something and doing it. And that's what I did with bridal makeup for years. I would get the same Pinterest looks and I would get them done in 28 minutes, the entire face, boom. And that has been, I think, one of my skill sets is being able to see something and then recreate it. So that was an interesting thing that I had to deal with. And I thought it was funny that nobody once said the same exact artist, but that is so minimum of what I could have people doing to me when I have this platform. Sure. Fair enough. You could, it could be far worse than that. And maybe, you know, maybe it's the internet keeping itself in check a little bit there, but it is, it is a little snarky and ankle biting to pick on that. You know, once you become more popular, you're going to probably get more of that. Right. It's unavoidable. Unavoidable. Yeah. But I, you know, I go on Facebook live and, I I just have people who are really kind and just commenting a lot. That's why I sell a lot of my wigs. I do wig shows where I try on literally the hundred styles of wigs I have. And that's been one of my main ways to show the wigs and everything. But I've just, I've never had people who are. You do a hundred wigs in a single show? It's crazy. Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Much hair flipping. Um, oh my God. I know. I know. I have a very nice woman who will come over and she literally hands me the wigs. Um, See, there's no way I could. you're paying this assistant hourly is like a friend right or giving her whatever yeah yeah Pay yes. her, yeah yeah wow to hand you wigs yeah wow it's, it's a it's a niche thing <laughs> do you normally do i mean have you done a lot of podcasts or long form interviews like this or am i kind of right now you know you're the one i uh-huh. did um i'm doing for like a mom's club that she asked me questions and um, so that's been pretty much yeah. it. People do, they're very curious. I feel like I'm always get very proud whenever I send wigs to like North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota to these small towns. I'm like, you go girl, you wear that wig. That's because it. I know that it's not as much of a thing there. Sure. And so I feel like I'm making this little Midwest makeup revolution. I'd like to think. Wow. Midwest makeup revolution. I like that. That's great. Well, you, you, you know, yeah, that that's a show title, Midwest Makeup Revolution. We got it. Yes. Is does that work for you? I'm sure. Gonna, I'm going to write it down yeah. right now. I, but the thing about the internet is that nobody knows actually where I am located. There's mm. so many people who are like, "Hey, can you do my makeup?" And they're in Ohio or Rhode Island. Like right. I ship everywhere, and everybody thinks I'm local to them. So, well, that's fun. That's interesting that 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 works in your favor. And then you just tell them, "Look, it's a, it's a first class ticket. I need a, a suite." And the per diem is one hundred and eighty dollars. Right. <laughs> you can I know, fly I am, me out. Like, I North Dakota for a special gig that cannot be uh, unveiled quite yet, but I'm quite excited. Okay, all right. This sounds good. That's exciting. I'm I'm so excited for all of that. That's great. Flights to North Dakota are not cheap. It's not easy to, get, to get out there. It's like it's yeah. like flying to Russia. Right. We're doing a layover in Minnesota where I'll get to see some friends there, which will be nice. But Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. 
booking the flights North Dakota is not the ideal one. It's a bit of a bit, <laughs> Money of, a, bit, of, a, bit of a dog. It, yeah, they've always they're always so overpriced, and I don't know why. This is very niche. Uh, but that's cool. So you're, you're, you know, you have this great audience that you've established on this platform and you're the queen of wigs Do a hundred changes. How long do a hundred changes take? Um, usually I try not to do anything over an hour and a half. And that mm. would be like the absolute max with my makeup looks 45 minutes to an hour, no matter what it is. You know, I've, I see so many YouTubers and you know, they have the power of editing and they're like, Oh, this look took me seven, eight hours. And I, again, I think I work in such theater time where like I'm a one act play. I got to get it done. Boom. And I think people like that too. In and out. Yeah. And in real time. And it sounds like you're not, yeah, you're not cutting, you're not editing. It's not, I'm not suggesting it isn't polished, but it's more theatrical. It's like, this is what I'm doing. We're here together. We're hanging out and watch me do this. And if I make a mistake, I make a mistake and you're going to see that. And you know, if the kid comes running in. Right. Right. Yeah. Asked me to come and shell him peanuts once. That was that was new. <laughs> was that okay? And then how how do these work? Uh, so they, you know, you put them up online and then they exist forever. Do you have like a channel or? or... Yes. Yeah, so, oh gosh, I would love to have a channel, um, but I am primarily here through Facebook Live because I'll just quick quick go live and yeah. quick and live, and it's been really nice. And that they have the sharing capabilities. I do some things over on Instagram, but those do delete after twenty four hours. Um, I am. I have the visions of grandeur here that I would love to record my Facebook live and then get it over to YouTube. But it's just that formatting and all that is so tricky, but it would be nice to have a little bit more permanent. I think, I think that that's the move, right? Uh, So uh, anyway, you know, we can talk offline about that if you ever need help. No, for real. Cause I mean, it seems like these things you're giving all this content over to the Zuck and that's great. And yet you're building your own content and, you know, it's just something to think about. People throw money that way. Yeah, right, right. You feel like, ah, here are the shekels. Here are your stars. Keep performing. We all, I heard something today. uh, It was an interview with John Lennon. He's like, uh, John Lennon, and they were talking about Paul and uh, Yoko breaking up the band. And and they were talking about words in in reverse. And John was like, uh, you know, stars uh, backwards is rats (laughs) rats <laughs> something like that i was like yeah john lennon can you imagine if that guy was still around what he would make because he could still be around right now like in his what his 70s or whatever can you imagine Whew. i know that's why you listen to conan because him and david him and david dana carvey do a hilarious bit with john lennon and paul and it's oh do they so good yeah. oh okay cool all right i'll check that out so yeah this is interesting so maybe this is a format where it's an in-depth interview. We're really getting into it. So we could talk about maybe some things that your your audience aren't aware of or maybe you get questions. I assume you do you do Q&A regularly about how, you know, how you're doing something. I mean, are you as you're taking, you know, um as you're doing the live streams, are you getting questions and feeding back and interacting? What is it what does it look like? Yeah, that has honestly been one of the hardest parts is because I feel like I do repeat myself so often. And that would be the nice thing about having just those videos for people to go watch back and not in a live format. Uh, Because a lot of people have never worn wigs before ever. And I think there's a lot of things of, oh, well, I have to do all this to make it look right. I'm like, you guys, I am the laziest person when it comes to wigs. I'll cut the lace off because there's usually has this lace front. 
and then I put it on my head. Like that's, that's it. But I think a lot of people want a lot more answers. And so with growing too, I think people also just like the idea of talking with me and I enjoy talking with them, but that has definitely been um, trying to find that balance to that. I can get the message across in a quick, quicker way. Hmm. It seems like there's an opportunity there possibly to have your own platform where you maybe do a paywall and you, you're doing certain releases, uh, you know, like Patreon, for example, for the podcast people, that's that a lot of people seems seem to make quite a lot of success out of that. The comedians who have these huge audiences. So, yeah, there might be room you could do these tutorials and then kind of stack them and then, and then sell like a subscription or a one whatever. Yeah, something to think about. Yeah, I definitely I'm answering questions a lot. That has been um, I, I don't know if people realize like that. I am the total thing and I, I would love to be type A. I feel like I'm so type A and I'm just wish I could be or I'm so type B and I wish I could be more type A with all the responsibilities that I carry. And so, you know, I do all of the ordering. I do all the packaging. I make all the decisions when it comes to what the box, boxes are going to look like. And I, there's definitely, I keep, I keep failing forward in this business. Like people have been so kind to me and I feel like I have been doing a, a good job, but there always could be room for improvement. And so that has been a lot of work at figuring all of that out. It's so I need an adult. Sorry. Would be nice. I need an, an adult. Right. Yeah. You need a manager or somebody to sort of help kind of the, the like a business, the business side of it. And this is interesting, right? You've some people learn and educate and be become great at the business side of things, but they couldn't go online and get 10 people together. Right. right. Whereas you're able to do this side of things. So this is, you know, as you go, I think it, you know, you've been making moves. It's like you say, you fail forward and, and you'll you'll figure those things out. I think uh, the, the key is you have the audience. You have all that right. goodwill um, and good content. That people want to uh, want to see. I'm still. <laughs> I wish is that is that hundred wigs uh, episode available online or can I rewatch that? <laughs> She's showing me all the wigs right now. Oh gosh, it, might, it just gets darker and darker in this room. I don't have a basement anymore, y'all. That is so hard not having a basement. Like the lack of storage has been real here in California. Wow. Uh, I, I do a, a live wig show about every two weeks because a lot of those times I do sell out of the wigs because it's just nice seeing it on a person. Plus, a lot of my pictures get blocked on Facebook with my mannequin because she looks topless. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so the algorithm the algorithm is noticing that your mannequin is topless and yes. removing it? That's a new issue. <laughs> that is hilarious. Mm-hmm. What do you you got to yeah. put some tassels or something on the mannequin? Something. You know, I put her once on a white blanket and a lot of people thought it was me in a bubble bath. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I would put the wigs on it and everyone thought, yeah, it was me uh, in the tub taking these photos, which, I, you know, right. could be an idea. I like how people haven't – some people go, oh, the algorithm, it's not reading images yet. I'm like, are you – you're out of your mind. <laughs> it's totally okay. it's, reading images. 17 photos that they're blocked for nudity, especially when the hair isn't long. That's definitely when you – Oh, no. So short hair – uh, mm-hmm. apparently breasts out, but it's a mannequin and Mark Zuckerberg's yeah. company thinks that that is nudity. And it's, it's a half boob, like a side boob at best. Side, so I don't side mannequin boob creates yeah. a block on Facebook. That's the future that we're heading toward. Have you seen Blade Runner? <laughs> it's a pretty good movie. I have not. Oh, really? Oh, no. Well, that's a different, that's a different rabbit hole. You have, oh my, you've never, oh, okay. All right. Well, okay. You have wigs and I've got Blade Runner. <laughs> Just yeah. A, yeah. So, what's this look that you've got right now? You're wearing uh, what, like a platinum blonde wig with? Uh, help, help me. 
Yeah, I'm a philistine. Uh, it's a Futura fiber wig. I didn't. There's so much wig jargon out there. Uh, this one's a little bit more heat safe, and it is a platinum wig with a shadow root. Um, also, not all wigs are created equal in size, so I have that all listed on my website as well. So you all have to measure your heads. I I was like, how do I find a way to be like politely ask people like, do you have a big head or do you have a small head? So I just put the measurements up there to not have to ask those questions. <laughs> Tell people what's the website again? Uh, ChelseaSmithCosmetics.com. I got the branding. I got it's all over the place. ChelseaSmithCosmetics.com with a Y if you want to see these wigs and things. It's very cool. Yeah, my. And so, but it, but it started with the with the lashes, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. He just calls it my spare hair because at night I feel like you know I peel the lashes off, I the wig comes off, like it's a completely different person underneath. And Cody never knows what he's going to come home to or who I'm going to like pick my son up as because morning there's no time. And I come and pick him up, and I tried really hard not to show up in any of like my Halloween looks for school pickup. Um, but I definitely came by with a Maleficent once in a while. So you show up to pick pick up your your young son, your elementary uh, school aged son, uh, dressed as Maleficent. Yeah, you know, people. It's been great living here for a year because I started all of this, and so all of these people, everyone thought like, "Oh, you're moving to California." Those people are going to be real, like extra bougie. And I'm like, I don't think they've ever met anybody quite like me. And it's been nice because they just met this person immediately. So ever, uh, they never knew anything else. Right. So they haven't seen the transformation from, you know, the girl in, you know, from North Dakota to Minnesota. Right. This is just, you are, you've arrived in California fully formed. Absolutely. Perfect. Yeah, it's been, it's been great. That's great. It's like it's like a Bob Dylan leaving Minnesota. Hey, I'm out of here. I'm going to Cal- you know New York here now. I'm in the village and this. I'm Bob Dylan. You know, yeah, that's interesting. You pulled it off. Good. That's sweet. Do you do do you do like uh, weddings still or local stuff? I mean, are you available for uh, for things in North you know Northern California, the Valley, and all that? I can be. Uh, I, it's not some a main priority for me because again, those pants, you know, just don't want to put them on. Um, but you know, I haven't been doing it as much because the wigs, honestly, and the, the, all of that has taken up so much of, so much of my time. It's so there just isn't a lot of room for that, but I would be happy to, I still get asked and I, I love getting out there and doing those things. Um, but it definitely has to be a lot more picky, pick and choose for those. Yeah. And I think it'd have to be friends or friends of friends. And if the rate is right, I mean, if you don't need it, why do you want to be suffering through these long, stressful days? Yeah, I feel that. I'm sympathetic to anybody who's dealing with weddings, events, uh, create just madness. You probably have some war stories from that, huh? Weddings don't scare me. It was, and brides are like, I, I'm not worried about a bride. Bridesmaids come at me, but the mother's, of brides. Those are, that's the, when it gets rough. And so I'm kind of relieved not to be doing that as much. What is it about mothers of brides that, that make them so crazy? What is it? Oh gosh, this is not going to be very nice, but it's, you know, when they're surrounded by all these 20 year old bridesmaids and you know, they're of mature age and they see their young skin. And so I think, and a lot of them are very much stuck in their ways. So they'll literally hand me their makeup bag and they're like, do my face like I do it. I'm like, she lied. Right. Just, I, I, no idea. 
Um, also, oh, I love that. Don't make me look a whore. I'm like, do I look like a whore? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So one of them will say, one of them will say, don't make me look like a, oh no. Like a whore. Oh my yeah. God. Oh Jesus! Mm-hmm. I would love yeah. to be backstage. This is a this is a TV pilot. This is a TV concept. Uh, sure. Yeah, people yeah. who do makeup at weddings has, has that been done yet? I don't think it has. Oh, I like that idea though. Yeah, it's not. Well, you're already in California. You just got to head head south a few hours, and that's where all that happens. Yeah, maybe. Well, San Francisco could be interesting. But. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. So people can find you at ChelseaSmithCosmetics.com uh, and uh, with a Y. Now, if you – so you're – you just turned 30 and you said what's what's your audience? What's their demographic? You mentioned it's younger people, right? Well, a lot of people watch with their children, mm. which I think is just like, you know, our mom – you know, I had such a strong relationship with her. So it's, I love that all these like mothers and daughters are watching me and having fun. And uh, I get a lot of videos of like little children holding the phone and watching me, which I think is really precious. Aww. And I do, I like to keep it very peachy. I just, I mean, everybody, <laughs> I think they'd be shocked sometimes with things that come out of my mouth, but I just save those for my husband and ill time and ill-timed in front of my child um on occasion but <laughs> yeah me too. <laughs> yeah me too <laughs> right, right, right. right yeah so i am definitely in like a anywhere between the two-year-olds up to like women in like their 50s but it's definitely like facebook has been really nice because i do see a lot of what my demographic looks like and i have people from all over which is nice i'm still trying to figure out the time difference with everyone uh that's been tricky because if i go on my usual time at 8 p.m central time that would be that's six o'clock my time. Um, or if I get late with East coast and everything, it's, that's been a tricky thing to kind of navigate. Well, this is where if you have the videos that are locked in and people can watch replays and things, then you've got a little more, uh, wiggle room there. Right. Definitely. Right. Hashtag replay. Hashtag what? Replay. Replay. That's it. Hit it. Um, so, Let's talk about what's next. I mean, do you have you have you know you have plans? What are you imagining for 2020? We're coming up on the new year. What are you thinking of doing next? Oh gosh, I know. Um, hmm. Well, my name is Chelsea Smith Cosmetics, and I don't really have a cosmetic. I have lip toppers that were kind of limited release. So I would love to get more into the cosmetics world, but that is definitely opening up a whole whole new thing. And the wigs were you know, just like the lashes, I felt like this thing that I kind of just jumped on and said, I'm doing this. So I feel like in the the type A side that may exist somewhere in there is like, just, you know, focus on these wigs, really figure that out, hone that and go from there. But there's definitely things that I want to start looking more into. I'd love to get a more PR list and building my brand that way. I'm at 11,000 followers on Instagram and over 10,000 on Facebook. Oh, sorry. Um, so there's one of them now. Yeah. Oh gosh. Somebody. Usually my phone's going off like crazy. I have a lady who's helped me with social media, which has been really nice. Oh, that's good. And then the next thing is really looking at maybe hiring someone for real. Um, and just trying to, I have a tendency to like to throw grenades every so often, like moving across the country and then saying, Oh, boom, let's open a lash business. Like <laughs> I, I, I need to just chill and make sure I get, you know, I, I'm definitely starting to grow a little bit more than um, what I'm able to handle. So that is definitely something that needs to happen. Yeah. Next. And you know, and all the big uh, agencies now have the entertainment agencies have departments for 
influencers. Right. And it's, yeah, it's finding those people who, you know, I still, I think I just still have like, I'm very worried about spending money in those capacities. Like for me, buying boxes is one of the most depressing purchases I have to make because they're so expensive. It's like $900, 300 custom boxes. And it's just like, (laughs) whoa, yeah, packaging, package, yeah, it's expensive, expensive packaging. Yeah. It's insane. Mm -hmm. And it's also understanding that it could take three to four weeks to come in. So, yeah, it's just trying to figure out, navigate all of that. Kind of me, um, not being like I love being in control of everything because I also know like if, if it's something screws up, I know that I'm the reason it had screwed up and I can learn from that. Mm. Um, so also trying to just to find help where I can get it where I feel comfortable doing so. Crossing over into that arena where you're not just a solo person flying alone with maybe an assistant or two, but moving toward more of a business person kind of a thing. Yeah, it's not easy. I can relate to that. Uh, I know that the the agency thing is interesting. I don't know what it would look like if you knocked on a few doors and said, hey, I've got 11,000 followers on Insta and I'm taking placements with, you know, whatever, Maybelline and this and that, you know, get me more work. They just take a percentage. So there's really not a lot of risk there. Uh, this is not a, something to think about. Um, it's Absolutely. not a... Yeah, I'm open to all of those things. Yeah, for sure. I just think at a certain point you get a you find a PR person and you know you put some uh, put some copy together and write some emails and say, hey, well, you know, I'm taking meetings and I'm open for for these things. It's a whole world uh, right now, and you need that person who's growing the list and growing your your engagement and all the rest. Well, you focus on doing the things that you love, which are wearing right. 100 wigs and. 90 minutes or whatever. How much spare here? I know. And I don't like anything. I think it's great. I, you know, it's amazing that you've gotten to that point where that's like a fun thing. And now people are throwing stars at you online. I mean, come on. I, yeah. Got to get those stars. <laughs> you gotta, I don't even know what it means. So you get a, a fraction of money. You get like a uh, dollars or how does it work? I Well, I was so dumbfounded when I saw this last night and – Cody looked at me like, what? And I showed him the phone and he looked just as dumbfounded as, as me. But people can like send 10 stars or they can like, it's actually like increments of money. But, and I'm probably like, I'm speaking out of turn because I don't really know, but it said something about like, when you hit, hit 10,000 stars, that's when you start generating that money, which seems so crazy. Like, where does that money go before that? So Mark Zuckerberg, um, it goes to the shareholders. Where do you think? <laughs> all right. But yeah, so it could be could be something that's mm. that's the tricky part though with running a business i feel like some that would be difficult for me to be like oh give me money here too but mm. we'll see well there's the patreon thing there's content you because your content is valuable your content has a certain value the market will tell you what that value is and if you put tutorials and things online and then tease those, those tutorials and then are constantly adding new things people will buy a subscription a lot of these uh, creators that I follow are, are having, you know, they have their own channels now where it's $5 a month or whatever. And you, because you have that personal relationship, there's more of a premium on it than say Netflix. Netflix is very impersonal, right? You don't really, uh, it's eight right. bucks a month. It's definitely a great value, but nobody's talking back to you. Whereas here you feel like there's that kind of personal, yeah. I don't know. Do you support people on Patreon ever? Uh, no, I don't, oh, yeah. but I should. No, it, it, Patreon is something to look into. I'm not suggesting I'm not this isn't like a meeting where I'm trying to tell you what to do or whatever, but it's like there's something there and if you 
there's a comedian who I really have started to follow and he just blew up. He just got on Rogan. His name's Tim Dillon. He's very, very funny. Uh, and I, his base level on Patreon is $5 a month. And I'm like, I like this guy well enough. Boom. You got it. I mean, and that's, that's half or more of a Netflix subscription, but I'm very happy to, to pay that every month. And you just need a few thousand people to feel that way. And you're, you're in a different sort of strata. And you pay for, and then my boxes will not seem like such a <laughs> right, <then you're, laughs> Tell me about these boxes. So I'm looking at them right now. They're over your shoulder. They're beautiful. They're, they're like they'll be in the in the screen grab that I'm going to be sharing on getthispodcast.com. There she is. Hang on, I got to make sure I get it. That's fantastic. Legend. <laughs> Hang on, let me make sure I'm getting it. <laughs> this should be a, a video podcast. That's the problem. Like it's not. So I'm sure I got it. Yeah, amazing. So they're purple and they're diamonds. Did you have somebody design those for you, or well, I grabbed it off of Pinterest? <laughs> oh, did you credit the <laughs> credit the person? Did it? Somebody's coming after oh, me. Oh no, sure. no, they're coming. I forget that Pinterest is so popular among women. It's a it's a principally a female domain. I think it's like ninety percent of the audience of Pinterest is is women. Which yeah, is, it's, it's great, but it's also I need to be better at it because it's all about. You know, that was the hard thing about doing direct sales is I would put these posts out and they would definitely get like reshared or pinned, but it would take you just, you could never like pin your exact website, but now I can. So there are ways to um, grow there as well. It's just making sure you get on there and do that. That is like, that's the thing is that I don't like doing all that tedious stuff. Like when I get a lot of new wigs in, I'm like, oh, not going to think of names and I got to put the head circumference and it's all of that is. Wait, they're just sending you random scalps, random wigs. <laughs> And you have to come no. up. How does that work? You order them, but you have to create. I see. Right. I got to work on names. And you never, and I, I shouldn't say a bad, like, you know, you don't want to wear a Belinda, you know? So you got to really get creative with the name. Like, Apologies to all the Belindas out there. Yeah. Dorcas. There's probably, like, right. you know, Dorcas is the name in our family. Like, you don't want to be like, oh, Dorcas is so beautiful. Nobody, nobody wants to wear the Adolf. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. Very severe. Very stark. Yeah, yes. the Ava Brown wig. <laughs> not not very popular. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> right. Now that could, that could be a line. That could be yeah, a line. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, so so wait, so you so you order the wigs, you come up with your line, and then you're naming them and coming up with... That's something I, I would not have thought about. That's so interesting. You're right. I'll, yeah, I work with a ton of... Because I have, I just love all sorts of different styles, and a lot of people, you know, have a lot of different requests of what they want, and so that that has been the hard part about kind of honing the amount of wigs I should carry, making sure I've got new arrivals, but also making sure I'm restocking. Like today, I need to go through and do a ton of reordering because with those wig shows, I sell a ton, and then it's just kind of playing catch up. So, so you do a wig show on Facebook. You show 100 wigs, and mm -hmm. you're getting orders as it's happening. You want to look like this. Yes. That's wild. Yeah, so I'll have my computer, and I'll see that like there's a bunch of people on live. They're shopping then, then there and then, and um, that has been – it's always very gratifying to watch on Shopify all the people, and the money's rocking up, and wow. there's cha-ching sounds. It's, I feel a bit like QVC. So. Yeah, it is. It has a quality. It is a QVC quality, isn't it? Yeah, this is the brave new future that we that we were promised. I still right. want my, yeah, yeah. Love seeing them on. So I have this very strange talent that I possess that I just happen 
in any and all wigs mostly, minus the Adolf, that one, you know, not <laughs> right. as flattering. The Ava Brown with the, yeah, the stains. <laughs> yeah, you know, so that's interesting. You, what do you think it is? Is it that your face, because you're not, you're obviously not doing makeup or doing makeup uh, adjustments as you're changing through 100 wings. Is, is it that you have this neutral face? What do you think it is? Yes. So I make sure just my makeup is on point as much as possible, that the lashes are looking good, that I've worn. It's very neutral, but it's definitely like a lot. And like, that's the thing is a lot of times with wigs that people get them and, you know, they're going to, they put a wig on right out of the shower and they have no makeup on. And then of course it feels a little bit crazy because it's not like balanced. Mm. Um, so that has, so I feel like by wearing that makeup and everything like things just are all going to look better but it's it's been fun I you know I feel like I could always do different hair colors and so this is but my level of commitment with wearing like being a blonde for a day I like having the the change and I can do it much more easily this way so and your son what does he think about all this here's mommy today <laughs> right <laughs> right, right. Um, uh so i at school he gets a little bit more concerned like you know when i show up looking a little bit crazy but he's honestly gotten so used to it it's really dads of the neighborhood there always takes a turn and then all of a sudden all of the males are wearing wigs so all of them all of the males yeah they all end up in the wig room and they all of a sudden all are wearing spare hair wait so oh i see so cody has friends over these other dads and they're just or like yeah the dads just you know the year hair loss and they get to relive the glory years (laughs) all right well we'll end on that almost i want to ask one more question and it's it's for people who are looking to potentially move into this space this direction what's your best advice for people who are going to start live streaming in 2019, you've been doing it for a while. You've built an audience. You you have your voice. Uh, but somebody starting now, 2019, 2020, what would you what would you say they should do? Right. Well, you know, I spoke at a career fair, and it was for a small town in North Dakota, and it was funny to me because that I had one of like the highest turnouts of people coming because I was this influencer from California, like born and raised man in North Dakota, but it was this allure. And I'm just, I think it's exciting for people to start now because it is such a growing industry. I don't think it's saturated. I think it's really just the way of the future is the streaming and that instant connection going live and doing those things. I think there's so much room in the industry for that. And I think that this is where people are growing. The makeup industry has completely changed. Um, I, you know, worked at the department store, which those are closing and those makeup counters don't exist anymore. This is the way people are selling makeup is through influencers. And I think what people like for me is by going live is that I can't be face tuning the crap out of anything because people know that I've just had just done it. And so they see the authenticity. I can build those relationships and those networks and people, you know, they, I feel like people have really trusted me because I, I have shown up every, mostly every day and, they are willing to try out things because of me and the accessibility. That was great. Thank you so much. Awesome. Where, where could people find you? Where, where, one more time, where could people find you? ChelseaSmithCosmetics.com at Chelsea Smith Cosmetics on Facebook and Instagram.
And Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year from GetThisPodcast.com. Where, wherever you find your podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Spotify, and at GetThisPodcast.com. Yeah. Chelsea, I, you know, I hope you'll come on again and we'll see where you, where you are later in 2020 and, and uh, many years to come. Absolutely. I got to figure out what other hair I can add to people's body and, you know, see where this takes. Queen of the wigs. All right. Peace. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.